there, and welcome back to My Sister is Your Sister. This is Karen, and I am so happy to be here with you today. We have so much to talk about. Oh my gosh. Let's see. Hmm. Why don't you grab your favorite beverage and sit a spell and do some sistering with us? We have so much to talk about, so much to share, and we hope that one of these days you'll be able to come and hang out with us on our podcast. Yes, you. Write us, say I want to come on the air, and let's do it. Well, let's get back to the program because Kelly's waiting for us. Hey there, and welcome back to My Sister Is Your Sister. This is your host, Karen, and sadly, Kelly can't be with us this evening. She is super busy at home in Florida while we are relaxing in the luxury of the rainy, crummy fall weather in Chicagoland. Um, I want to wish her a super happy birthday week, and also to our best gal, Pam, happy birthday to you, my dear. I know you won't hear this till Monday, but I hope you had a fantastic weekend. So guys, what are we going to talk about, you say? Hmm. I think probably we should talk about changes. Um, Something that I don't talk about very often to... Probably I don't talk about it very often to anybody except my mom. Um, Two years ago in August, I had gastric bypass vertical sleeve surgery, and I've lost 100 pounds. Now, that's great. That's fantastic. I feel better. I look better. I feel more myself. I feel more energized. But at the same time, I haven't lost the amount I'd hoped to have lost. Did I want to be a size two? God, no. Did I want to be 130 pounds? Really? No. Uh, I wanted to feel good. I wanted to feel positive. And I wanted to be strong. I wanted to be strong not only emotionally, but spiritually. Um, On this journey of... I'm not going to say it's a journey of weight loss. I'm going to tell you that it's been a journey of self-discovery. It started out very much very difficult trying to decide if this was something that I really could do. Was I able to commit and go for it? Well, I have had four or five back surgeries. I've had my shoulder operated on. I've had trigger fingers, carpal tunnels. I've had a hysterectomy. I've had ovarian. I've had a lot of health issues. And to say I'm running out of body parts to remove is an understatement. Um, I want to take care of what I have. I want to be able to be around to take care of my parents when they need me. Um, I want to be here to watch my nieces and nephews grow up and have children of their own. Um, I want to be here to watch Frank and I try to age gracefully. Um, 
And I started my path by realizing right away it, it wasn't so much about the weight. It was about how harsh I felt inside. Um, how alienated I felt because I was doing it to myself, of course. Oh, I can't go to this or I can't go to that because, well, uh, I can't ride that ride because of my back or because I can't fit on it or, geez, physically I'm not able to walk through that outdoor mall. So, you know, I'll, I'll meet you guys for dinner, but then I'm going to go ahead and drive home. Um, I became a... an excuse maker um, when I was much younger in my 20s I always felt like I was a fun loving uh, go getter I love to laugh and I think that a lot of that laugh kind of disappeared when I got so heavy so I started reading more I started, and this isn't going to be a story about I found God. I've always had God in my life. I've always been very faithful. Um, so it's not a story about that. It's a story about finding myself again. So part of this journey was... I needed to come to grips with this is your reality. Um, looking at people and going, gosh, I'm not that big. Yeah, you probably were, Karen. Or, gosh, I hope I'm not that big. Well, yeah, you kind of are. Um, my sister worrying about my health and sidestepping all the difficult words and sugarcoating things to make it sound not as bad. My mom, God bless, uh, coming straight out and saying, I love you so much, but I'm worried about your health. What can I do to help you? Well, I think you have to be ready to do it yourself. Um, I was a very, very heavy smoker for many years. And it's been 12 years that I quit. I got, I was on my way to work and I rushed myself to the urgent aid because I had something called SVT, supraventricular tachycardia. My heart was beating at over 212 beats a minute. They couldn't even count. They had to put me on a machine. Thought I was dying. And I was, I think I was maybe 35, 34. I quit smoking that day. Never went back. Afraid if I did, even one, I would be done in. Uh, I knew if I could quit smoking, I could do this for myself. So I started researching, I started researching, I changed my health insurance, and 
lo and behold, they covered weight loss surgery. And let me tell you, when I say they covered weight loss surgery, they covered weight loss surgery 100%. Now, the doctors that I went to, I was a little bit disappointed because the follow-up care is supposed to be a lifetime. They really lacked on social bedside manner. And, and the thing is, their websites and their groups all boasted about how amazing they were. Yeah, they fell short. So I've really counted on my parents, who are a huge, huge support system for me. My sister... applauds me at every turn. Uh, always a positive, kind word. Always when I've made this huge goal for myself. And they never get tired of hearing me go, oh my gosh, I'm down three more pounds. Most people would be like, three pounds, big deal. Three pounds is a major deal. When I was losing three and four pounds every other day, they would get pictures two and three times a day of the scale and how much it said because I'd be so excited. Um, so I've decided after two years and two or three months that I'm going to go back to the weight loss center and I'm going to meet with a nurse practitioner and get some follow-up care and and see if we can't get my because I'm a diabetic as well. If we can't get my diabetic, my diabetes in sync with my body, um, I have something called insulin resistance. So at every corner, it doesn't matter if your body is working at a deficit of calories. My body's still making and taking sugars and creating calories out of anything that I eat. And, and it's, it's working against me. It's, it's like playing tug of war with yourself. So that's, that's my game plan. I really want to get to that. I want to get back to my, um, my physical fitness plan. You know, I was, for those of you who know me, know I bought myself an Oculus, which is a virtual world system. And I really got heavily into working out with the Oculus. And it was, it's absolutely fantastic. And I lost a lot of weight. I lost my first hundred pounds while using that. I need to get back to that. And I need to get back to being good to myself and not um, being a worrywart about things. How did I create a better self? Well, during that process where I lost my first 100 pounds, I, I decided that I did. I did want to go back to church. I did want to... Um, I wanted to belong to my home church where I was born and raised until um, 
we were in confirmation and running back and forth with two kids in confirmation was a lot for mom and dad, especially since mom was the only adult home during the week while dad worked. So we moved churches to Oak Forest. Well, um, when we were baptized or not baptized, confirmed, our membership was transferred to our Oak Forest Church. So I decided I wanted to, to go back home. That's what I that's what I was saying. I wanted to go back home. So I made some I made some calls and I met with Pastor Aaron, who is really, really an incredible guy. Um he is very bright, well read, and to have a conversation with him, you could be comfortable having a conversation if your religious background is not, uh, if you if you're not forward thinking, and and speaking through that lingo, maybe is the word I'll say. He's a really incredible uh, pastor, and uh, I have found a lot of strength. I went to, I had to go to religion reaffirmation classes, and I think it was four or five. And, oh my gosh, uh, my friend Pam and I, we really should have paid attention more when we were in confirmation because they talked about things that I had no, <laughs> I had no idea. And I, I kind of just was like, uh-huh, mm-hmm, uh, there, there was, there was some definite information that slid past us. We must have been passing notes. Uh, but I found, I found some strength of, of heart and, and compassion that maybe I felt like I hadn't had in a long time. And I just really, I really appreciated that there was such a, um, a workshop given. Uh, I was able to get back into, I, I don't want to say my roots because that sounds so cheesy. I, I was able to feel at home again in my faith. Um, in, in a place Emmanuel Imokina is, is just this place of such, um, such grace and fellowship, uh, my entire family went there for so long. Grandparents were married there. My parents were married there. We went to preschool there. We went to Sunday school there until we were, you know, it, there's just such a, such a connection of family and faith there that um, it was kind of an emotional homecoming for me. Uh 
I had told pastor that I'd had surgery and I felt like since I was rebuilding myself into a stronger me, a stronger Karen, that, that finding myself and my faith was very important. And I, and I have to say, I found, I found great strength in being able to go back to church and feeling at home again, uh, that knowing that I have that, um, is like when you walk in the door to your mom and dad's house, you kick off your shoes and you sit on the couch and you still feel at home. It's not, it's not your home anymore, but it's like you never left. It, it's, it's a good feeling. Um, so, so for me, I want to share that. So there's so many, so many different things to seeking yourself, finding yourself, treating yourself. So now we've talked about um, making decisions to better, better your physical self. We've talked about finding your religion. Now, finding your religion, I, I, I don't care if you're Mormon, Christian, Jewish, Catholic, atheist, agnostic, what you choose and what your faith is, is up to you. It's not my place to be. I don't want to be that person. You find what is you. This is this is part of aging, growing. Um, becoming a more mature person, respecting yourself, creating boundaries. Uh, we've talked about boundaries and how difficult they are to form. Taking care of yourself goes beyond that um, physical health. Um, there's the mental health, you know, there's, there's people out there who, who it's their job to help you. If you're going through a hard time, it is their job to stand with you, to listen and, and see where you can be helped, see what they can do to hold your hand and help you through these phases. You know, um, right before COVID things were so crazy so crazy. Um, I couldn't even tell you what was going on. Frank and I went to a couple's counselor. She was fantastic. It wasn't even that we weren't getting along. It's that we were so crazy busy. Our communication skills had totally just went bust. 
So we spent, I don't know, maybe three weeks with this therapist and she wasn't even a therapist. She was a counselor and she just kind of gave us, um, exercises to do, to, to stay connected, you know, stay connected. Don't sit at opposite ends of the couch, sit next to one another, hold hands in the grocery store, little things, little touches, intimacy happens. These are good things. These are things that keep you in touch with each other. Communication. It's not all about the brick and mortar of a relationship. You know, we have a home, we have a car. All of those things come with additional headaches. The brick and mortar of your relationship is what holds you together. That intimacy, that communication, that holding hands, that knowing look. Um, and I, I, I saw something the other day and I, it really connected to me, even though it seems like such a new age way of thinking. I thought, my God, that that's kind of a cool idea. They said, you know, I walk in the door and I've had a hell day. I'm only, you know, because relationships aren't 50-50. A relationship is 100%. And if I can't give a hundred, if I can't give you 50% of me today and I can only give you 40, it's your job as my partner to pick up that extra and carry that load. I, I, I've got 10% today. I have had a migraine. I, I am just so sick to my stomach. I've, I've, I've just got to go to bed. Could you please? No question, 90%, I'm here. I'm going to make dinner. I'm going to put a plate in the fridge for you. I'm going to throw the dishes in the dishwasher. Um, I'm going to try and be a responsible adult and clean up after myself. You know, relationships are healthy. And, and that's, part of, that's part of you. That's part of where your, your self-health comes from, your relationships. Your faith, faith in whatever, your physical being, your emotional well-being, and to top all of those things off. None of those can happen if physically, medically, there's something going on. So over these past few weeks, we've had a lot of craziness going on. and. Um, we rushed my mom to the emergency room. Turned out her blood sugar was like 10 times what it should be. And we thought she was maybe having a heart attack or a stroke. Luckily, none of that happened. However, she did have some pulmonary embolisms, which is blood clots in her lungs. I know this is all TMI, too much information for you guys. But as we're sitting there, and all of these tests are being done. And I'm thinking, wow, wow, wow. My mom and I are practically a carbon copy of each other. No kidding. When it comes to ailments, when it comes to surgeries, we've had almost, you know, procedure for procedure. 
And so I went home and I started checking my blood sugar. Well, not only was I checking my blood sugar, but now I was having a new medication. Um, I had some falls on the new medication. And not only that, um, my blood sugar was like 590 something. So mom being in the hospital really saved me because I, with my weight loss surgery, they basically told me that I'm not going to have to worry about my blood sugar and all of these things. All of these things are just going to come naturally and you'll, you'll feel better and these won't be issues for you anymore. Liars. I am part of the under 10% that will probably remain a diabetic for her entire life uh, because of genetics. I am an insulin-resistant diabetic, so that really fights against what I'm going for uh, with this weight loss. So it, it's it's an uphill battle that I'm I'm way further than I ever thought I could be. Personal strength is incredible. Personal strength will waver. It will waver from time to time. But you're going to see the big picture in yourself that very first time that you see that picture of you and not just a weight loss. So I'm not just talking about that. I'm talking about even emotional health. Um, all of these changes over these last two and a half years, three years, it has been an incredible journey. Um, I, I can't say enough to any of you that no matter where your journey or what your journey needs to be, you need to come first. You need to keep an eye on your family, watch and listen, because you just never know what's happening and if you're not on top of things about what's going on with a parent or a sibling, you can easily miss something and you don't want to be that one who hears after the fact that something was terrible. Um, I just really hope that when you think about your own health, your own self, your own being, that you consider that as important as what you would consider your children or your parents. Uh, we tend to put ourselves last and... that's not going to help us in the long run. Are we looking for longevity? You know what? I'm looking for happiness and peace in my heart. And I really feel that I have that. Uh, would I like to be thinner? 
I'm not even going to say thinner. Would I like to lose more weight? Yes. Why would I like to lose more weight? Well, I think the process of losing that weight will help the rest of my medical health conditions minimize. And I'm not going to lie, Frank and I are watching a new show called The Outer Banks. And this itty bitty teeny bopper, I don't know, she's like 20 something. She had jean shorts that had like a three quarter inch inseam. And I looked over at Frank, who I think his eyes were a little bit wonk, wonk, woo, woo. I said, you know, I just want to wear a pair of those one time. Mind you, my my underwear have more fabric than this girl's shorts. I've I, These were the tiniest thing I've ever seen. But I will. I will. <laughs> I will find a way. And someday I will have a pair of these itty-bitty inseam. And I won't have to leave the house. I won't have to go outside, but I'm going to, I'm going to fashion show a pair of those cutoffs for Frank. Cause I think he'd be liking those. I would like to start doing some readings. I would like to kind of a book on tape. Um, I'm I'm going to start that in the next few weeks since our book club really hasn't done a whole lot. Um, I'm going to start reading for you. And uh, I will let you know what that book's going to be on our Facebook page. Um, I do want to thank you guys for listening through this whole episode. I, I realize that... Um, Boy, I can chat like no other. Uh, but to me, I'm sorry, Waylon's barking. To me, after these past few weeks and these health issues going on with my mom and then myself with that medication issue, um, it really calls a lot of things into play and and a lot of things that we worry about and maybe don't think about enough when it comes to ourselves. I started out this episode and my idea was, oh my gosh, we're going to talk about um, shopping and Timu and Sheen and Amazon and how shopping therapy makes us feel better. And I totally, like always, went way the other direction. And as I'm doing that, I'm getting a delivery from Amazon with my, um, with my skinny syrup, zero calorie, uh, zero sugar, um, French vanilla for my coffee. And I'm thinking, wow, lady, you're something else. Um, I thank you guys. You have been incredible as always. Big shout out to Dan Gallivan. You are an amazing listener. Hello, Lisa. Love you, cuz. I I am so happy that uh, you guys, I hope you get a kick out of this. Uh, today was a little bit serious, but as you know, it 
doesn't last very long. Um, the seriousness that is. Kelly will be back with us next week. And in the coming weeks, we're going to be continuing our dream series. Uh, I have a few wonderful friends that I went to high school with that I think will be great, great uh, guests for us. So um, getting back to the whole take care of you I just want you to remember, take care of you and your sister, and we will see you here at the same time next week. You guys have a fantastic day, and remember, you come first. Thanks. Have a great one. Bye, guys. Thanks for joining us on another episode where my sister is your sister. I'm Kelly here with my sister, Karen. Don't forget to subscribe and share wherever you listen to your podcasts. Take care of you and your sister. <laughs>